Brought to you by Soul Fire Productions. Hello and welcome to Mother the Mother. I am McLean McGowan. This podcast is an offering for all women to gather energetically, sister to sister, mother to mother, to co-create a sacred space for healing, educating, and sharing as we journey through motherhood and womanhood. It is such an incredibly powerful moment in time to be a woman, and I thank you for showing up on behalf of yourself and for all of the women in your lives, past, present, and future, to honor our matriarchal lines, all who came before, and all who will come after. Hi everyone, thank you so much for being here with me today. I'm your host, McLean McGowan of the Mother the Mother podcast. This is truly a co-creation for us all to gather energetically wherever we find ourselves in this great, big, beautiful world. No matter where we are on our path as women and mothers, we are walking the same path on different parts of this path together. So thank you for showing up. Thank you for being here. It is not wasted on me how precious our time is. So thank you for letting me in to your precious time. As women and especially as mothers, we seem to have such a limited amount of time and I've barely been working with that. How can we expand time? How are timelines crossing? How are we joining future, past, and present together? And how are we truly living our most authentic lives through time, with time, alongside time? But thank you for being here. Whether you are out walking your kid, whether you're listening to this in the car on a commute, whether you're lying in bed nursing your newborn, thank you. I see you. I love you. And it is such an opportunity for us all to learn and grow and heal together as we share our own stories and learn about other women's stories. You know, that was how the village worked for thousands of years. We learned from seeing, we learned from listening, we learned with watching with our eyes. We were modeled very specific traditions, ways of doing things for the mind, body, and soul. And so now it comes on us to remember to come back to that innate knowing that we all have. And for a lot of us, we need the reflection back, right? We need someone else to help guide us back to ourselves because for most of us, we weren't modeled that. Our mothers weren't modeled that. Our grandmothers weren't modeled that. Even our great-grandmothers weren't modeled their innate power of their own human body and bringing life forth. So thank you for being here. And I truly do believe that we change the future generations from how we live in this present moment today. And you never know when that one thing that you're going to share or say can change the course of another woman's life that really needs that. So may we speak our truth and also do it in a way that is not shameful or guilt-ridden or accusatory or defensive or offensive, really speaking from your heart and having the intuition to really know what a woman is ready to hear or not to hear, and then also giving it up to spirit to lead your words. So today I wanted to dive into a solo episode discussing spirituality and motherhood. And for many of you that have worked with me as a doula client, this is the pentacle, the main pillar of my work as a postpartum doula has been spirit-based. And I feel like now as I've transitioned into the motherhood sphere of coaching, I'm now kind of coming out of the closet with that a bit more. So I want to do a podcast about it. And what this means is that I am 
a human having a spiritual experience. My whole life, I really surrender to the divine flow. And that can be such an easy thing to say. It is more difficult to walk that path because my ego wants to come in. My ego wants to control. I know better. I can do this better. And when I really surrender to great spirit, to Buddha within me, to God within me, to nature, to mother nature, to Gaia, I have to trust that that entity is guiding me truly for my highest good and the highest good for those around me. And fixing a woman who just gave birth or fixing a pregnant woman or fixing another woman is not my place. I am here to help reflect back to her, her power, and that she already knows so much. It's actually helping her to slough off the layers of society and the shoulds and the expectations and the predetermined life course to really help her uncover who she is, who she truly is. Who is she now? Who are you now? Who am I now? And for me, at least, I always want to be changing. It feels a lot faster than normal right now. (laughs) Who's with me? It feels real fired up in the change department, but that's what life is. It's living, you know, and we have kind of gotten this bill of goods in our society that it's supposed to be one thing. I mean, I was listening to something today and this notion that we ask children what they want to be when they grow up. How actually insane is that? How about they be themselves? How about they be happy, healthy versions of themselves? Like, that's a really good answer. And of course, I know what is behind that question, but it's just really interesting to look at why do we repeat these things that adults told us and that now we tell children that don't really mean anything, right? Like, what does that even mean? Oh, so they want to be a lawyer? They want to be a doctor? Does a five-year-old really know that? Or is that because their parents have projected onto them, you should do this because this is a good profession that's going to get you a good salary, which is going to allow you to buy that house and have that mortgage, right? It's like, wouldn't it be beautiful if we just asked children each day what they're interested in? What do they want to do that day? What, How do they want to live their life instead of what do they do? Anyway, I, these are the things I think about constantly. And when I go and meet new people and they ask me what I do, I always take a pause and have to really think about how to answer that because I do many things, right? We all do many, many things. It's not this one nice little pat answer, especially as women and mothers. We're warriors, we're teachers, we're chefs, we're homemakers. We're supporters of everyone in our family all the time. We're drivers. We're schedulers. We're deep, deep researchers on everything. So who are you today? Also, eclipse season just happening, right? We're just coming out of it. And Instagram's cracking me up. I posted something yesterday that says, don't talk to me like I'm the same person from before the eclipse. And... So many people give feedback on that, and we're all feeling very similarly. It's cracking me up. Another friend, Emily the Medium, just posted a picture saying, I had this beautiful photo shoot two weeks ago, and I truly already feel like a completely different person. Anybody else having this experience after May-June? Such rapid transformation. So grateful for it, though. Being reincarnated right now. What a wild ride. Yeah, I mean, so many changes, so fast, so quick. And this is something, you know, I speak to a lot on here is we want to bring new things in. We want to manifest so many new things. But if we aren't allowing for the changes, if we aren't allowing the old layers to come off, if we aren't allowing new transitions to happen, we can't actually hold for all the newness we're trying to call in, right? So that's where purging what is no longer serving you comes into play. Getting rid of old clothes, old clutter. Like, do you really need 20? 
20 glasses, maybe 10 glasses would suffice. Who else in your life could use those 20 glasses? Where can you donate them to someone that really needs that? Really becoming mindful of what is need-based and what is happiness-based and what brings beauty into your life. And then also what is like too much, right? Too much of the old, too much of the old energy that doesn't serve you. I really feel different after this eclipse. And with this last full moon, the strawberry full moon, it was all about releasing layers of the past and really releasing it. You know, every full moon is about releasing to a certain extent. It's like on the new moon, we call on the intentions and align with what we want for that cycle, what we want to be feeling, how we want to be thriving, how we want to be healing. And then the full moon, as we, you know, bring the abundance in, then on the exhale, we release. And on this past full moon, though, it was that to a great, great degree. So my releasing intentions were to truly leave the past behind. I'm no longer interested in the stories, my story, kind of anyone else's stories in my family. I really want to be free. I've done a lot of work too. So this is not just spiritual bypassing. I've done a lot of work for decades and now I'm really ready to release what can be released. There's so much love. There's so much forgiveness. There's so much seeing and understanding now as I grow. And we all know that, right? Like the older you get, you you have a different view of your childhood. You have a different view of why your parents might have done the things they did because you see them as a human. And especially as you get to the ages of certain times in your life, when you get to the ages of your parents, things change. And that's why it's so interesting when you have your own child, the dynamic between you and your own mother often changes greatly because now you are a mother. So just interesting what I am seeing come up even with my old triggers that may be resurfacing a little bit this week, I'm able to really take a pause before reacting. I don't have to go down that rabbit hole. So that was also part of my intention and release was releasing any anger, resentments, old ways of seeing things because just because it's my perspective doesn't necessarily mean it's the quote unquote right perspective. And I know enough to know that. I know enough to know I don't have all the answers. I know enough to know that I've called the people into my life for a reason. My life, I didn't just show up sitting in this house with the husband I chose as a husband, with the two kids that came in, with the friends in my life, with the career I've chosen. That didn't just happen to me. You know, I have been the driver of this happening. So where are these lessons really serving me? Where are these frustrations actually serving me? Where are they helping me to grow? And we all grow and change at rapid rates, at slower rates, at different rates. So, you know, really detaching, at least I am, from good and bad. You know, I it's like everything is dissolving right now. What is good and bad? I like her. I don't like her. I like him. Oh, I don't like him. I like this food. I don't like this food. This is a health food. This is not a health food. Those things actually are not that. Life is gray. Everything is gray and nuanced. And, you know, I'm such a Scorpio that I rebel against the normative. So this narrative that is everywhere, you turn on the news, everything is divisive. Everything is trying to say, if you believe this one thing, that that means you believe 100% of this whole other thing. And that isn't the truth. That's never been the truth. That's certainly not my truth. Life is nuanced. We all have different karma. We have different variables. We have different life stories. We have different skin colors. We have different genders. And yet there is so much continuity and overlap and change within all of those things. And now more than ever, I think it's really important to question everything, to question authority, to question what serves you now. And again, it's not good or bad. It's just what is right now? Where are you right now? So just speaking to any of you that might be feeling big, big changes after this eclipse season, after last week's full moon, 
know that you're not alone. Know that there are many shifting tides. I actually had an appointment with my amazing colon hydrotherapist today, Shell, who I love. What up, Shell? And she was telling me that Pluto is having its return and it's a whole thing on planet Earth. So it's not just changes, you know, within each one of us. It's like changes with this country big time. So she blew my mind open a little bit about that and helped explain some things that are happening. So if you're interested in that, just do a little search on Pluto retrograde and it's going to be for a little while. It's going to be for a couple more years at least. But the things that need to change are changing, are crumbling. It feels really dark some days. It feels overwhelming. It feels frustrating. It's very natural to have sacred rage and also know that for whatever reason, whether we know it now or maybe we don't know it now, each one of you listening, your soul chose to be here alive right now. Because if it didn't, you wouldn't be here. So that helps me in times of darkness to know, oh, I don't know why, but my soul chose to be here right now. My soul chose to reincarnate and have children right now. That I am trying and doing my best to be part of positive change in this world right now. So I hope that brings some peace and a little healing balm to you because we're here and we're here for it. So how can we show up? How can we be fully showing up for ourselves and our children and feeling supported and not just being burnt out and running on fumes and not fulfilled within our own selves? So this is what really is the basis of my business, Mother the Mother. It is about mothering the mother. So when I became a postpartum doula, it was after the birth of my first daughter, Jemima, and I realized there was a white space. There was this gap. You do all of these classes, all the investment in doulas and midwives and the OBs and the baby strollers and the clothes and all of the classes, which I agree with most of that. Then you get to postpartum and it was just crickets. And this was almost 10 years ago. But it was crickets and that did not add up to me. And I remember very vividly telling a couple of girlfriends when I was like two, three weeks out, like, I'm going to tell you the truth on what this fucking is because no one told me this. I didn't realize I'd be wearing a diaper. I'd be bleeding in a diaper. You know, no one told me my nipples were going to feel this way. And knowledge is power. Power is knowledge. And if we grew up seeing all these things in the village, it normalizes all of it, right? We see it. We know it's normal. You get through it. It's for a very finite amount of time. But in our current society, we're all in our isolated boxes, our own homes, which by the way, you know, we've been working towards, right? Getting these homes for decades. Then we're here and then we're all alone and we feel like we're failing and we're not failing. We're postpartum. We're new mothers. This is what it looks like. But when we don't have the tender, loving care to really heal and nurture ourselves, it does not bode well, does not do well for the future. So that's why I became a postpartum doula, because I really saw if you get that care, those first six weeks minimum, first couple of months, the healing food, the warmth, the Abhyanga oil massage, the normalizing, the having that neutral party to say, sweetie, this is normal. This is totally normal. You're right on track. You're doing so great. Yeah, I'm going to sit here and hold your baby while you have a good crying release. Yeah, I'm going to let you vent whatever's on your heart and your mind right now and let it go. You know, we need our sisters. We need our mothers. We need our aunties around us. And as I have journeyed through my own journey of motherhood, you know, and I am a different person now than I was 10 years ago, four years ago when I was pregnant with my second one. I'm different than I was a week ago. But certainly after my two different daughters, vastly different person. And now I do feel like the timelines are sped up. So we are changing at an even more rapid pace. And this is why I have transitioned to 
motherhood coaching. And that can be wherever you fall in the womanhood journey and motherhood journey. So if you're a woman that maybe wants to get pregnant, but you really just want to focus on health and nutrition and your spiritual work and maybe even calling in a partner, I am here for you all the way through your pregnancy journey, your fertility journey, the couple's work, newly postpartum, helping you, guiding you, being that sister hand, loving you, cheering you on well on into motherhood because we need that. We need the support. And I don't come to my work with ego. I truly don't. I don't show up with an agenda. My mother, the mother coaching program is not with these 10 steps, then you're feeling great. You know, it's not like that. Each woman has such a different path. She is walking on this motherhood path, a different journey. So really meeting each one of my clients where she is. And the way I know that is obviously by speaking with her, but also my connection with spirit and deeply meditating on my clients and with my clients and helping them based on who they want to be who they're uncovering, what kind of mom they want to be. Because it is not my right as a coach or a doula to preach to anyone, to have any hierarchical situation. All I'm doing is sharing my knowledge, what I've accrued for 10 years as a mom and a doula and a wife. And being in this birth world, I am sharing my education, what I've seen, what I've felt personally, what I have heard from other moms in my community. You know, it's really a network and a sisterhood. But then I connect to spirit and trust that you brought this baby in, or you are bringing this baby in, or you are working on bringing the soul earth side. And that is between you and your higher power. I am not involved in that. You know, you have your own sacred contract with your child. Nobody knows that but you. That's why it's so incredible. There's nothing like it. There's nothing like this connection between a mama and her baby. Because you are one. You are one for a certain amount of time, but you are always part of each other for the rest of your lives. And nobody knows anything better than you do. And that's a lot. And that's the gift. And that's the miracle of motherhood. And I think it's so easy for us to get caught up in the schedule and the doing and the classes. And now there's so much pressure, I feel like, to be the perfect mom because we do have more resources and we are talking about everything a lot more. And with that, on one hand, it's really great because we are knowing a lot more. We're knowing about nutrition and how to feed babies and alternative ways to feed babies and so much information now about birthing. I mean, the whole, you know, as we know, the birth world has exploded in the past 10 years. And it's amazing because a lot of it is remembering to what we used to know. But there's also a sense of kind of studying too much, you know what I mean? Like reading all the birth books, reading all the sleep training books, reading all the different OBGYN or midwifery books. It's a lot of cooks in the kitchen. And I think all that can be great if that is what you're led to. If you want to do the research, great. Have it in your bandwidth, in your mind, and then let it go. It's like studying for an exam, right? It's like you study, 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 and then you get to a point where You're like, okay, I cannot study more. I either know it or I don't know it. And I have to trust that now. And at least with me, if I kind of overstudied, then I'd lose track because then I was almost like questioning what I already knew by being paranoid that I didn't know it. And we can just get too busy in our mind. That monkey mind can take over. I've got to do this this way. I've got to be more perfect that way. And all that is a lie. You are your child's perfect mother. We'll say that again. You are your child's perfect mother. This is a symbiotic relationship. They are our wisest teachers. They will trigger the fuck out of you. They will push you to the point 
that you don't think you can go on some days. And you do because this love expands us and it heals us because it makes us truly look at our deepest wounds and our deepest fears and our deepest traumas to heal them so that we don't bring them to our babies, right? And some of us may have done a lot of this work before getting pregnant and having babies. A lot of us haven't. A lot of us haven't. We've been really busy making that money, doing that career, getting that marriage, getting that house. You know, we we have very busy lives. So some of us haven't stopped to do the inner work until we get pregnant or until baby is earthside. And that's all okay. That is your karmic journey this lifetime. So again, there's no right or wrong. There's no black or white. It's where are you? Where are you on this journey? And I am here to fully support you in alignment with who you are and who you want to be. And also give you some tools and give you some coping mechanism and giving you some great education that maybe you didn't see. Maybe you don't know. Maybe you don't know a lot of these tools, but that doesn't mean that they aren't inside, right? It's that remembering. It's the coming back to that innate knowledge and then really trusting it. And that's the key. And I know this firsthand. You can have all the help in the world. You can have the postpartum doula. You can have the night nurse for three months. You can have the personal chef. You can have the personal yoga teacher. But if you don't trust yourself and if you don't truly know yourself, how do you mother? How do you mother well? If you don't really know yourself, if you're just ping-ponging back and forth based on what other people are telling you or what you've read or what this quote-unquote expert is telling you to do, you're not in your power as a mother. And your babies will sense that. Your babies know that. So it's all about coming back to your own power. It's very simple, really. It isn't always easy to do, but it's simple. Come back to yourself. Come back to your intuition always. Come back to your inner knowing. Come back to your connection to your higher power or source or God or Buddha or spirit or universe or Gaia or your angels or your guides. Where do you feel most powerful? Where do you feel most lit up and grounded and strong and all-knowing? And not in a place from ego. Because as we know, none of the outer stuff really matters right? It doesn't. And we know this now, especially after 2020, right? We know this more than ever. Like health is true wealth. Money comes and goes. We see this, right? Relationships come and go. Trends come and go. Houses come and go. Friends come and go. Family members come and go. You don't come and go with yourself. Your relationship with yourself is the biggest relationship of your life. How are you speaking to her? How are you showing up for her? How are you loving her? How are you feeding her? How are you tucking her in at night? Because all of that love, all of that energy, all of that self-care, self-discipline, all that goes to our children. Don't we want them to feel that? Of course we do. Because we do it all day long to them, but we often don't do it for ourselves. And it feels weird. If you haven't done it, it feels a little weird in the beginning. I wrote this in my newsletter that came out today. And if you aren't on my newsletter, please go to the link tree in my bio at Mother the Mother on Instagram to get on my newsletter. It comes out every Monday, every Monday morning. And I was speaking to that is mirror work where you stare at yourself in the mirror and talk to yourself feels real weird at first, but it's like the fact that that even has to be a thing, like an exercise for us to be able to just gaze into our own eyes and say to ourselves, I love you. You're fucking fierce. I see you. I see you showing up every day. I see you waking up at 5 a.m. I see you waking up four times a night to nurse your baby. I see all you're doing. I see every meal you're making your kids. I see every pick up and drop off you're doing. I see every hour of research you're doing on that medicine or that alternative thing or this food group or whatever your kid might be going through. I see all those hours 
that you're researching that, that you're showing up for your kid when no one else is really seeing it. No one's really acknowledging it. I see you. I see you. So this week, just try it. You know, if anything, you're wasting like a minute of your day doing something kind of silly, but just see it. What are five to 10 things that feel really good to hear that maybe you're craving your partner is telling you or someone else in your life is telling you or your kid is telling you or your mother's telling you? How can you say it to yourself and really own it, really feel it, really receive it and see how that shifts things. See how that makes you feel so seen and heard and loved up on because that's what spirit wants for us, right? We're all children of God or mother earth. So we need to start really treating ourselves that way. And if you have any questions about my coaching programs, please reach out. I am more than happy to get on a call with you and or you and your partner and discuss. This is also family work, especially if you're working together during your pregnancy or fertility journey. It is couples work, so a lot of the time how I work with my clients, if it's a weekly call with each woman, then one call per month or even two calls per month can be with the partner because this is family work, right? We are having children with someone else. Also, you can be a single mom, obviously, but for those of you that are in partnership or in marriages, it isn't just on the female side, you know? It's really time to call either the non-birthing woman in or the man in to these conversations as well. And I do that with my postpartum doula work. When I'm in people's homes, I am there a lot for the partner as well and helping the whole family vibe and jive together and really holding the container for the family, that sacred window of time. And I am bringing that energy into the coaching as well. So I know it can be difficult. I know it can be tricky, especially if you share finances to invest in yourself. You might be listening to this. You might be following me for a while. You might really be wanting to work with me and you feel like you can't because you have to explain this to your partner. Well, I can help you do that. So please reach out. I know what this is like. I live this too. I am a mom and a wife and I just feel like part of my dharma is speaking the truth and speaking maybe the unpopular truth and there are complicated parts to partnership and to having freedom and having the time and the space to find for yourself. But it's doable and it's important. It's really important to do this. It's important to carve out the space and time for you to heal and thrive and be the mom you want to be. Be the mom you've always dreamed about being. And it doesn't happen overnight. It's a journey. It's a lifetime. And we need support. We all need support as we go through our different ages and stages within our own life, and then also with our children. So I'm here for you. I'm here for all of it. I would like to close out today with a card reading. If you can, closing the eyes, letting whatever feels pertinent to you, whatever resonates to come in, and whatever does not resonate with you from this reading today, just let it gently wash away. Just like you're standing underneath a waterfall. And that's just a beautiful way to live your life. Whatever people are saying to you, whatever projections, whatever well-meaning advice, good advice, whether you asked for it or not, just great. Thank you. Let it wash over you. We are the only ones that have the control of what comes in to our sphere or not. And we get really passive about it. So I urge you to strengthen that muscle to 
protect your energetic sphere, your auric field, really paying attention to what you're watching, what you're listening to, who you're listening to, what counsel you are holding, whose opinion you're asking, their advice. And again, no right or wrong, just very interesting to look at the why we do the things that we do and why we are so tempted to look outside of ourselves so often. I pulled the card Nana Baluku. She rests to create. So closing the eyes if you can as I read this. It's going to be a couple minutes, so just letting yourself relax and release in the body as you receive this wisdom. Nana Baluku, she rests to create. Your energy is a precious resource, and there are ways of being that can enhance it, amplifying it, and replenishing it. Give yourself sufficient rest, and you shall find the way forward more effortless. Explore the lifestyle that grows your inner resources rather than requiring constant exertion and exhaustion to accomplish an endless list of external pursuits. You need this shift in being now because you are ready to accomplish more. For this to take place, there needs to be less effort and more wisdom. Trust and value what can be accomplished through rest. You have more than enough energy to bring to life the sacred visions held within your heart. An increase of energy and peacefulness is indicated. You are guided to choose high-energy people, places, and purposes. This does not necessarily mean that which is highly stimulating. Rather, it refers to that which regenerates you with peacefulness and joy. Give generously to yourself to be able to give generously to others. You have unusual ideas or ways of being that suit you, but may not suit others. Work with what works best for you without trying to force yourself to conform. This brings well-being and creative success. Nana Baluku is the African grandmother creatrix, the supreme feminine creative principle. She created the universe, then rested. The intersection of rest and extraordinary creative power is repeated in numerous spiritual traditions from varied cultures around the world. It is also repeated in the lives of inspirational innovators in varied fields of discipline, from the sciences to the arts. When you are boldly ambitious and creatively confident for the fulfillment of your life purpose and heart-inspired plans, it may seem that rest is the last thing you have time for. There is so much to be accomplished. Yet the conscious use of deep rest allows us to connect closely to the divine creative genius. Taking time for renewing stillness can allow us to work smarter rather than just always working harder. African spirituality is based on a holistic worldview where no issue in one's life is separate from the spiritual worlds. This recognition that the divine is intimately involved and lovingly invested in every single aspect of your life is how you begin to generate restful consciousness. This type of consciousness is based on trust that the divine knows what you are here to do and wants to help you do it. Therefore, you don't have to orchestrate the details of your life, nor figure out everything or anything on your own. You do not need to have science to prove something is happening every single day. What you need is faith in the fundamental goodwill that the divine has towards you and your life purpose, the reason for which you chose life in the first place. From that place of restful consciousness, you can make profound progress. You can release striving and pursuit in favor of activity that comes from a place of inner inspiration born from rest. In the mystical traditions of many cultures, that period of rest is considered to be the time when we incubate in silence and spaciousness. Through the invisible workings of the most willing and loving great spirit, all quiet and openness is responded to with renewed energy, clearer direction, and helpful guidance. You will likely find yourself becoming more active and certainly more productive through this process of resting regularly as part of your lifestyle. 
Rather than constantly discharging energy without having time to adequately restore yourself, instead, you will be regenerating more swiftly and deeply on all levels of your being and continually amplifying your energetic output. Your actions will have further reach. You'll have more to share with your loved ones. This is sacred subversion of established disorder that would otherwise have you chasing your tail, running yourself ragged, and wearing yourself out in the belief that somehow this would help you get to where you want to be, to make the contribution that you want to make. Instead, you will be healing and growing and creating from a place of trust within, creating the new world order in harmony with divine genius. Mm. I feel like most of us could hear that today. Thank you, wise earth warriors oracle. That always hits home with me. When we can trust in the divine timing, when we can truly trust, then we can let go and we can rest. We don't have to be pushing that boulder up the hill every single day, right? Trying to hustle, trying to get it. That's so masculine, patriarchal, old ways of being. And we all have that divine masculine within us. I'm not saying that it's necessarily a negative, but to rest and be in the divine flow We need to be able to receive. And when you're pushing constantly, you are not in the receptive mode. So how can you slow down, step back, get out of your ego, get out of your push, push, push. I got to do more. I got to be more productive consciousness and come back to stillness because that's when the downloads really come. I mean, that's why I'm such a proponent of meditation and it seems counterintuitive. But if you really work on this every day, it's a practice of being quiet and being still, you get so much faster downloads that saves you time in the long run because it gets you into your authentic self and it aligns you with your purpose. The right people will come in your life that then leads to the next business thing. It's pretty amazing. When you get in flow, you get an alignment and then everything starts to fall into place. And when we're just addicted to the control and the pushing, we aren't receiving it. It's there, but we aren't listening to it. We aren't opening our eyes to it. We aren't hearing it. So just some food for thought. When you feel that compulsion to get up when you're so tired and, you know, do that endless task, the laundry that never really is finished, right? The dishes that, yes, of course, they need to be unloaded from the dishwasher or there's a whole sink full of dishes that need cleaning. Sometimes that is self-care and great for mental health. And then sometimes that's just more doing. So always coming back, what really fulfills you right now in this moment? that's then going to get you to the next moment and the next hour and the next part of your day and the next time you're with the client or with your kid the rest of the day. Like how are you going to be showing up based on how you are treating yourself right now? Because it truly is cumulative. And that's why I always say some minutes are better than no minutes, right? So even if you're meditating for three minutes for the day, that's better than never meditating, praying, you know, writing your prayers down, or even just speaking your prayers, your manifestations, all those things throughout the day hold great power. So know that there is so much you can do and you can control while being in flow and while being in the season of your life. Because what I see, and I fall prey to this as well, I see so many women suffering because we aren't acknowledging what season we're in. When you have newborns, when you have young babies, when you have young toddlers, it's a lot a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. And we have babies to be conscious mothers, right? We have babies to bring more joy and love into our lives and to be part of this amazing circle of life. We don't have babies to like not like our lives, right? And to hate our bodies and to feel like we have no direction and we're just these boring robots. We don't have children because we want to feel that way, right? So come back to yourself. 
over and over. It's the most important. Come back to yourself. Come back to your spiritual practice. Come back to all that which lights you up from the inside out. Sending love out to all of you, as I always am. I'm here for you. I'm walking this path alongside. If you would like to be a part of our community, please join us. We'd love to have you. Mom Club membership. All that info is on my Instagram page, the link tree in my bio. And if you'd like to book a discovery call with me, please do. I'm here for you. Even in the time when we feel like we have no time, there's always time to refill your cup. There has to be. There's always a sliver of time that you can figure it out to be and become the best version of yourself. Sending love out to all. J-Ma. Yeah.